If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Hello, I am Randy Andrews, and today I've got a special treat for you all. I had the opportunity to interview two composers, Alec Alvarez and Freddie Schenfeld, who composed the music for Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark Side of Dimensions and Conquest of the Skies, a documentary about birds. So that is all coming up on Soundtrack Alley. So today, I've got two composers I've interviewed for the show, and they were part of the project for Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Side of Dimensions. They have previously worked on the TV series and created the genre, pretty much, for that series. So now, let's hear that interview. So I'd like to begin the interview by saying welcome <coughs> welcome to Soundtrack Alley. Alec, what kind of film music do you enjoy? Well, I mean, good film music, <laughs> but uh, you know, basically everything that allows me, you know, to get into a melodic world, I enjoy. You know, I'm that kind of guy. I mean, as a film composer, you need to be a chameleon sometimes, because I mean, different film filmmakers have different views of what kind of music they want for the score. But I'm personally always leading to something that is well-constructed, very melodically, and I love the orchestra. I mean, that doesn't mean that I won't explore uh, other words and mm -hmm. other sounds, but I'm a very, very a big fan of the orchestra sound. And that doesn't mean that I'm a, you know, a traditional, old traditional composer, but I really, really enjoy when I really hear a clear melody, a clear statement, and... Um, Yes, I mean, so, you know, when, it, when it's good, it's good. I mean, I'm not saying that uh, to judge bad or good film music, but you can see when there is craftsman in the music or, or when there is not. So, yeah. Yes. Well, that's, that's good. Uh, Freddie, um, I'm going to ask you the same question. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, the same in the way that I, I, I also enjoy uh, good melodies. That's something that uh, I always appreciate. But I also like a lot of, uh, of uh, music that is not melodic at all. 
uh, it's just when I compose, uh, I tend to be melodic. So it's something you know I enjoy. I enjoy, I enjoy either either approach. Like uh, I love hearing orchestral music, and uh, I also love uh, more minimalistic stuff or uh, electronic stuff or more contemporary. Or when they you know, as long as it's uh, interesting and uh, and and it, it gives you you know some some kind of emotion, uh, I I think I can enjoy it and. Uh, you know, as far as my personal taste, uh, I I like to try to mix uh, styles. It's something that is always a, you know, it, it's not a new thing, but it's always enjoy it. it's very 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 fun trying to you know to incorporate something that, that you enjoy from one kind of music to another one. You know, like uh, like we were, uh, Ellie was mentioning that uh, you know the, the the orchestral, the the all the colors that you have there. Uh, I like to kind of uh, do this, the same approach for if I'm composing electronic music. I'm trying to think, okay, how would an orchestra would do that with the, this kind of music? And, and, you know, same backwards. And it, it, that's for me a uh, very, very fun part of the way, trying to, to, you know, to mix things and to create new, new combinations and colors. All right. Um, so with, like, current movies that are out today or, you know, in the current, maybe year or past year have you have either one of you found some interesting uh, pieces of music from the current uh movie scoring that you've been able to use for uh composing uh you that for inspiration right like uh yeah get a, like yep something exactly yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good question. It's a, you know, the, the, in in my case, um, what happens a lot, uh, uh, you know, f first when you start composing a a film, uh, and you probably know about this, uh, you either have a conversation with the director and you talk about the approach that you wanna do with the music with the, uh, the film, or you have a movie that already has a theme track. Uh, uh, music in 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 the film that uh, is gonna have to be uh, part of your inspiration, you know, for good or bad. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, you know, it, 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 so it kind of depends on the case. If I'm if I'm really uh, I'm given a blank canvas where I can do whatever I want, uh, you know, then I really go and listen to a, a lot of new music and scores and try to find, you know. Things that move me, things that you know that, that tell me something, and, and and then you know I I start listening to it. If I if I'm do if I'm doing a theme track, it's a little bit backwards. I try I just try to get away from from, from you know from everything and try to do something new. But you know as far as uh, new music that uh, that that is something these days uh, that that I'm kind of inspired. You know, uh, I'm liking a lot of the stuff that that is coming from the um uh, you know like john powell i it's, mm -hmm. it's like every single score he does it just blows me away uh, yeah. and you know i like it and that i think i would say that's that might be my favorite composer at least this week mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah randy you want me to answer the same yes, question or you have abs one? absolutely okay. yeah while frey was uh speaking uh i was thinking and i don't remember i mean it's very tough for me those kind of questions because i get pretty excited about something in a week or two and i guess freddie can uh, you know mention that when he said I'll leave this week because that happened yeah. to me a lot. I mean, I tend, I tend to get away from film music and I tend to mm -hmm. listen to a lot of you know uh, contemporary classical con concert com concert hall composers and mm -hmm. you know I love Stravinsky, Shostakovich, Prokofiev. I mean, I'm in a period of my life right now 
where I'm going all, a lot to Eastern Europe and, you know, to, 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 to Russian composers. I mean, I'm actually, you know, half Ukrainian, half Venezuelan. Okay. So for some reason, like from two years and ago, I've been listening to a lot of music, trying to get away from film music, uh, just to find new language, you know, just to oh, yeah. make sure that I focus on new language. Having said that, <laughs> there are amazing composers, and I'm going to, just to make my life very easy, repeat what Freddie said, John Powell is one of those. I mean, he's a very complete composer, and uh, and you can hear in his language that he has done a lot of research regarding, you know, what's happening out there in the classical world. When I say classical, you know, I'm talking about concert music. You oh, know, yeah, concert definitely. Concert music that is not designed to film, is designed just to play in a concert hall. So... To answer to your question, it's a tough question for me to answer because right now I don't remember. I don't know. You know, if I tell you something that I liked two months ago, I may not like it that much <laughs> as I did something, you know, a week for now. So, but, you know, I, I will call John Powell as well on this one. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that's a good answer because uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of a lot of different composers and it's really hard to choose, uh, you know, a specific composer to say, well, this composer is the one that I like to go with. And that's hard to put into words, you know? So um, what inspired either one of you to compose music? Alec, uh, let me start with you. Sure. Uh, when you say compose music for film or compose music in general? In general. In general. And when you are talking about present or past, I mean, inspire, I mean, what made me start composing music or what inspired me when I sit down and start writing music? Well, when you started, like, when you, um, what inspired you to become a composer? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> that's a, always a very good question. Um, I think that, you know, my, my, my grandparents, uh, he, my grandfather, uh, he used to be a big fan of music, of a lot of music, but he also, you know, used to buy some tracks. And at one point, he bought me the, the Star Wars soundtrack. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, the first Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, that probably, you know, I was uh, six to seven years old. So probably was in 79, 80, that he just got it brought it home. And I heard that. And uh, and I always say that was my first experience with film music. And I'm never going to forget, you know, how impressed I was with the sound of the orchestra and everything else, and uh, so I think that for some reason that kind of touched me, that that made me realize there is music in films, and I was just a kid, and was through that through through that record, and but you know when I when I was in my in my teenager teen teen, teen teenage years, uh, I had a quartet a band, it was you know the um, recorder, uh, piano, uh, drums, and 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 all days. And we used to play a lot of our original compositions, but at that time, uh, The Simpsons and was a very popular show, and I like all of the main title. And I say, well, we don't do an arrangement of this. And then, you know, I love it. And I start, you know, like looking into film music, you know, who composed that, who composed there. And, you know, I found out about the, the program Berkeley College of Music has to offer in film music, and I just fell in love with the concept, with mm. everything that was involved. Mm -hmm. The concept that, that you take from beginning to end i love it and i you know i started maturing and i've really becoming a professional of what i do like you know making a living doing this i still enjoy the process a lot i mean it's just about the process that that really 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 uh, excite me you know to be honest with you i mean from the first meeting with the director 
into bringing ideas, into dealing with a lot of stuff that maybe you don't want to deal, you know, a lot of that because you only want to uh, be writing music. But the truth about a film composer is not that. You have to really deal with a bunch of stuff at the same time. And I, pretty, I, I, I find that pretty excited. And I, I don't get bored with that. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that as far as inspiration, I, I got to give it to my grandfather and, you know, to my granddad because, I mean, he, he brought me that. And then, you know, as I... Uh, as I continue my career, you know, finding out composers and 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 for all of us, and I think for a lot of people, John Williams is a is, is the big godfather of this career, in my opinion. You know, without yeah, uh, there are a lot of people you know that came before him, but uh, in my personal opinion, he, he has to do a lot with that. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Freddie? Uh, well, for me, what uh, inspired me, I think it was. Um, it, the reading science fiction like when when i was a kid uh, i i used to read a lot of uh science fiction stuff and um and i i wanted you know i love the stories i love the all the, the fantasy and uh, and and i would like to 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 write stories but i i, I couldn't i wasn't a good uh uh, storyteller as far as writing a uh, story but i but i i was doing it through music uh, uh you know somehow uh, my first composition were kind of like that. I, I was kind of t- trying to tell a story through music, you know, what I was imagining in my head. And, uh, you know, that kind of uh, developed to what is uh, what I discovered was actually film music. It's, you know, kind of, kind of the same. I just was writing music. Uh, I'm, think- I'm always thinking, I, even when, when I was a kid, I was thinking about uh, a, a, a tale to tell you, a, a story to tell. And uh, it, it just... Uh, uh, just inspired me to, you know, to to get into that world. And uh, today is a little bit different because you have the story in front of you mm-hmm. when you do the film, and you kind of have to score it. But uh, but the process is very similar. So I love doing that. I also love the scoring with no picture. You know, if I have the time, if I it, most of the time uh, it's, it's very hard to do it because you, you know we're busy. But uh, but it's also fun and it's kind of the same approach. It's just thinking about something I want to say. Um, both through music. All right. Uh, so for both of you, with doing this collaboration for Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, the Dark Dimensions, um, how have you noticed with like your TV scores with Yu-Gi-Oh! How, how has it changed over the di- different iterations of the series to transitioning to uh, a theatrical production? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I'm sure you know, we have been doing Yu-Gi-Oh! since 2004, yeah, 2003, 2004. I mean, the mm-hmm. way that we got into this is like we were working with a composer uh, who at that time, you know, he was like, a, you know, the main composer of 4Kids Entertainment, uh, and which is the production company. I mean, that was the name at that point. Right now they are called 4K Media. Mm-hmm. And uh, which, you know, his name is actually Ralph Shockett. I mean, great composer, great guy. So Frey and I both learned a lot from him. And at that point, you know, something happened like that. He couldn't do the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie, the first one, which was in 2004. And that's how we got into this. They call us, you know, we uh, together with uh, another team of composer with the whole music because, you know, we were really waiting a crunch for regarding time. So we got into the into the movie that led us into the original series. We got into the series probably in season three. I, I think it was four or five seasons we got into season three. And then all the rest of the TV series, which is Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, um, um, 
5Ds is the other one, then Sexal, then Arc 5, which is the latest one. We were involved on that. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, so, you know, we do have a lot of experience, a lot of gear writing for this. And for the movie, what we tried to do, and I mean, I think that that's just happened organically. We just tried to get away from everything that we did before to make a little more cinematic and, you know, how to make it more cinematic, well, we, you just do. I mean, that's what you do as a composer. You are able to to switch gears when in, when, when they need to. But uh, uh, sometimes, you know, it's not an easy job because they're used to listen to certain kind of music. So for Frey and I to propose new ideas or just to bring it, you know, to the producers, to the director, to people involved listening to music, it's not a really an, an easy task, but it happens. I mean, you just propose the idea and then you push, 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 and eventually you come to, to show, listen, I mean, this is a movie, this is different. How about we do this? I mean, for example, in Dark Side of Dimensions, uh, Frey and I kind of start bringing the choir quite a lot, which help a lot to bring a more cinematic sound. And that doesn't mean that we haven't used choir in, in the rest of the series, but not mm -hmm. as much probably as we did on this one, that we really push hard for that one. And um, But yes, I, I, to be honest with you, Randy, it's not difficult to do. I mean, it is, I think it's, what is difficult is to have... Uh, you know, you people who oversee the music, the music producer, the the producers, the writers, whoever is uh, listening to the score. I mean, and this is a particular, uh, this movie is a, a little bit different because even people in Japan were listening to this, people in Konami, I believe. So the difficult part is to convince them, listen, let's try to do something different. To be honest, mm -hmm. they are so used to listen, you know, to certain type, style of music, to, to propose something new. I mean, it takes time and persuasion and things like that. But to switch gears... You know, in my opinion, it's something that comes very natural to us. There's uh, uh, also uh, something very interesting that uh, this this whole uh, experience with Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, it kind of uh, became uh, um, a, a, an arc that uh, actually a, a circle in a way, because we started doing mm. uh, the Yu-Gi-Oh film and uh, it had, you know, the original Yu-Gi-Oh has certain sound to it. And uh, then we mo moved to different shows and uh, the each, you know, each of the Yu-Gi-Oh! shows had a very specific sound, like EX was a little bit more uh, rock oriented, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we have some, some in, in 5D, we have a little bit more uh, kind of electronic industrial thing going on. So, but then we got now after, you know, after more than 10 years, we got uh, to, again, the arena Yu-Gi-Oh! So it's like a you know it's a full circle basically. We, we we went through all those shows and now we have to score this one again and how we approach that fresh and, and you know we kind of came back to the to the, some of the original ideas as far as the theme that we need to use because you know those those are our characters that everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time you know we wanted to do like Alex said something fresh something more cinematic. And um, somehow, once the way it worked, uh, you know, to sound a little bit more cinematic, was actually going a little bit old school, um, mm -hmm. which is uh, mm -hmm. it's funny because uh, in the original, uh, you give you listen to the music. There's a lot of electronics going on. It's a lot of uh, electronic percussion, a lot of uh, techno stuff combined with the orchestra. Mm -hmm. um, but this one, we were a little bit more pure. We tried to avoid that just a little bit, just to sound a little bit. Uh, more modern, which is weird, but uh, it kind of worked that way. It kind of sound because so, a lot of the sounds now sound a little bit dated mm -hmm. uh, if we use it. So we try to to, to, to sound fresh. We just uh, avoid it as much as we could. That we, we we were more for more traditional sound. You know, still mixing some of the 
the modern um, electronic sounds that, that we use these days to make it to still have that modern film. But overall, it was a little bit more uh, traditional orchestration approach to this, this film. Yep, that's, that's, that's correct. That's really good. Um, now with the, like when you're composing the music for the, the movie, um, do you do you watch the animation to get a better vi- feel for what type of music you need for the scenes, or um, how does that is how is that process? Yeah, I mean that's uh you know, and I I definitely want to give credit to Mike Brady, which is the music producer for for K for K Media. We don't get any ten track. He just, you know, we just came plain animation with dialogue and, you know, rough sound effects and, you know, sometimes rough dialogue, and we just write music to it. So that's a very, very important point I want to make. I mean, we're pretty lucky with this because, I mean, uh, 10 traps, 10 tracks, 10 traps, <laughs> 10 tracks sometimes could be a big help. Sometimes they don't. So mm-hmm. one thing for this is, like, we don't get any 10 track. I mean, he just sent us um, uh, just picture with dialogue and that's it there is no music there so we really create from scratch really really to be honest i mean you gotta you gotta understand as well as i said you know when doing this uh phrase not even 10 years i mean what you know this 15 years or something like that so we understand the language pretty well mm-hmm. of, of this type of animation i gotta tell you it's very very complex mm. it's very complex i mean sometime in on the on the tv you know you don't you don't really listen that much to the music there is a lot of dialogue i mean they don't mix the music that loud but it's very complex what we do over here and uh it took us you know quite a few years just to to nail down the style and not to be afraid one day send you know a scene that is a seven minute eight minutes battle cue that we got a score from scratch and uh there are so many hits so many changes you know um Again, uh, the music producer, Mike Brady, you know, he wanted to make sure that we differentiate certain things and make it obvious, but we make it obvious in a very musical way. You know, that that that's our goal, and that's what, you know, I think the Frey and I have been successful about it. They're still making good music, you know, good scores, and and, and scoring basically every single move, move, to be honest with you. And, you know, so just a quick comment, uh, one of the biggest advantages, you know, the friend and I have working together in this series, and this come back, you know, to when we started. I mean, remember, we started as a, as the youngest one in the team, and that means that we have less experience, mm-hmm. and less experience comes with a little bit of doubt. So by by working together, we kind of, you know, help each other with time because we have more time to deliver one cue. That way we can, you know, make a better uh, uh, a better result because, you know, we couldn't fix things and we could, you know, kind of discuss with each other what works and what doesn't. And and, uh, and that helped us to grow, you know, with this. But, you know, for example, right now, to be honest with you, we sometimes we don't even talk. I mean, we got one cue, say, you do this, you do that. And I start the first part, you, you finish the second part. And, I mean, we know each other so well with this that we don't even, yeah, I know what you're going to do. I'm going to transition to you. Don't worry about it. But my point with this is like, you know, for an eight-minute battle cue, sometimes we say, you know, I'll do four minutes and you do it all four minutes and, you know, help a lot to, to, to have fresh ideas. Also, you know, I could kind of get some of the stuff the phrase doing and vice versa. 
so it become very organic and you know make your life a little, a, a little bit easier you know in the, in the same way composing such an intense battle i'm telling you, you know you know when we finish a queue like that we're really drained drained Ener- energy wise i mean all the energy goes into, I am, I into all this battle and and the 160 bpm you know so it, it's again it's pretty complex although you know, it's pretty fun as well yeah Freddie, do you have anything to add for that? Yeah, no, I think I think Eric mentioned uh, pretty much uh, how, how it works. You know, it, it, talking about the process, uh, the, the what what happened is uh, we received. You were asking about how, you know how, how we approach animation. Uh, you know, we received the the, the first cut at uh, least on on this film, and uh, I think the first version was still in Japanese. Like we didn't even yeah. have the the oh, ADR. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's, it's kind of it's kind of funny that way, and uh, we, we do. I think we did, we did get a, a script, uh, so we no, knew more or less what was going on. But the feel that's is good. very different, so yeah. that's usually what the first thing we get the, the Japanese version, and then we kind of have to go from there. But yeah, I, I, I think the producer Mike, uh, he you know he's he's very good at uh, what he does, and uh, he, he he like like Alice said, he doesn't give us a ten track. But uh, but he has a very specific uh, idea of how how the show works, and uh, you know it took a, a long time to to understand it. But now uh, it's just a matter of uh, try to to understand what is important, uh, what you wanna, uh, what you need to accomplish with the music, and on the other side, what you can add to it. You know, as far as uh, being uh, created. And uh, so it's always that balance. You wanna you wanna make it work, and you also wanna make it uh, as cool as possible. Uh, and and you know it's a it's a it's a it's, it's, there's a lot of work involved uh, as far as uh, uh, making things work. It's, it's funny because it's, it's uh, you know even though it's a, it's an animation, I, I think the level of thought that that goes behind the, each detail is much more deeper than the, a lot of the dramatic films that I've oh, done yeah. in the past. Yeah, they they have to. I mean, it seems like they would need to make sure that like the emotions of the characters in the animation would actually have like for you as film composers uh it would make your job a bit more complicated to say all right we need to have the audience feel for these characters exactly. yeah absolutely that, that, that's correct yeah and you know as Frey said i mean each of the characters over there has they they have their own personality they and 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 you know we need to make sure that people, you know, understand that. I mean, there there is one thing that, uh, for example, you know, and, and I want to bring Mike Grady again into this conversation. Uh, uh, there is a character called Kaiba, you know, it's just probably one of the favorites after Yugi, and uh, he's not an evil guy, but he's not also a good guy. He's all this good, and don't treat him as an evil guy because he's not. And so we just gotta be really clear about how we handle the music because he's mm-hmm. not the bad guy of the movie. At the end. He just want to win, and he will do whatever it takes to win. But he's he's at you know very very deep into him. He's a friend, so that's that's you know that goes with what Fraser is saying. You know these characters are complex. I mean, yeah. and, and you know people don't realize that. And and again, you know when you see it on TV, and you know it's like you know there is a lot of dialogue going on all the time. Yeah. But you know what behind that? Trying to make make sure that you know people don't perceive. Uh, Kaiba's an evil guy because he's not. So you know how you make that balance. He's also not a hero. 
So we we cannot play, you know, the Yu-Gi-Oh theme or something heroic for him because it's just go against to what he really is. So so you know that that I think that's a good example, you know. Oh, that's that's really good. Um, so in your uh, composing for these for these Yu-Gi-Oh, either the television series or even for the the movies, have you ever gotten a chance to meet some of the voice casts for the Yu-Gi-Oh productions? No, I don't think we have. Uh, I, 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 you know, maybe part of it is because we are in LA. Um, I, I think usually when uh, they do the premieres there, it's in New York, and uh, like it happened uh, a few, you know, a month ago. And Ellie and I were just busy and some something else we couldn't assist. But uh, yeah, we, we we love to we love to see. I, I've seen a lot of the the videos of, of the the stuff they do, so I'm I'm familiar with the with the actors. But uh, and obviously uh, very familiar with the voices too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that. You know, I'm trying to think like if even if the the first movie, which was in 2004, I mean the premiere was here in LA. We were to that one, but I don't think that we met any of those guys. Huh? Oh, you okay. know, it's pretty. <laughs> no, I just it, I just thought I'd ask um, <laughs> when uh, you know different different. Uh, Film companies do things differently, so uh, that's yeah. that's good to know. Of course. Um, what or well, who has been your favorite director to work with, uh, in regard to say film or uh, to like documentaries or even TV? Uh, Alec, I'll start with you. Uh, tricky question. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So. So how about uh, okay? How about so this? whatever I say. Whatever I say, please keep hiring me. You know, all okay. the directors that I'm not going to mention right now, hire yeah. me. I like you guys. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Um, as far as connection, as far as being adventurous, as far as letting me do what I think is good for the film, without any question, believing in my artistic approach, I'm going to mention a young uh, Venezuelan director. His name is Ignacio Castillo. And I did my first feature film with him. A uh, Venezuelan movie that didn't do too well. I mean, it was, a, was an interesting story. But uh, I admire a lot, you know, his ambition. I admire a lot his view. He just came out with a second movie that, uh, you know, was doing pretty well in my country of Venezuela. But, you mm -hmm. know, because of all the political... Um, Problems that we have over there, the, the, the movie was censored, and the, mm. the, the name of the movie is called El Inca. And I see him, you know, with uh, he was very young when he did the first movie, and I see him learning from that first one, transitioning to the second one. So um, I, I, I do have to say Ignacio Castillo, which is the director of La Virgen Negra, was the first feature film uh, I did, and that was probably the only feature and or TV show that I have, you know, besides Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm -hmm. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh! is different because, I mean, the direction, the direction came, you know, very straightforward from, from, from the previous composers as far as the music, that I, 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 I had an open canvas, absolutely an open canvas, not 10 track on that in a complete feature film. And I'm still very proud of, of that score for that particular reason because it really let me go with that. I mean, and, and so, yes, I mean, I, I have to mention him for that reason. Well, that's that's fantastic. How about you, Freddie? Yeah, yeah you know, it's, it's interesting because I, I think, it, it, you know, choosing like the, the, the director you like to work 
more of the, the it, it, it's tricky because it, it, it also depends on on the kind of project or that usually directors they have different styles and then different movies they like to do so for me i'm gonna give you the the, the politically correct answer uh, <laughs> I, I think it, you know if if i if i'm talking about animation since we're you know we're talking a, a little bit about this and mm -hmm. uh, because of Yu -Gi -Oh, uh, I'm uh, lately I've been working a lot with a uh, director. His name's David Calcaño, uh, which, by the way, is also from Venezuela. Oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, and uh, he's a he's a great uh, animation guy. I mean, he's he's uh, and and he's not only talented. He, I mean, he loves what he does. Uh, but uh, but I love to work in, work with him because he's, it, we we have fun even when we're not working. You know, we we just talk about uh, about animation about film. It's just like a, you know, to two fanatics talking about uh, music and film. Uh, so it's so much fun that when we get to work, it doesn't really feel like work. It just feels like an extension of what we, you know, we have been doing. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that's as far as animation. That's something that uh, he does a lot. And, and uh, I have other close uh, friends and directors that, uh, that I love to work. One, one is uh, Diego Lasco. He's a good, very good friend of mine. And uh, I work with him in a in a in a few projects, uh, starting with a Venezuela movie that he did back in 2010, and then we did a, a series, a web series uh, here a few years ago, and uh, you know that's kind of the same thing, uh, just in a different area. As far as uh, you know, we 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 just love film music. We keep sending each other like soundtracks and stuff, and talking about films. And, you know, when 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 you get that kind of relation with the director, it's just so much fun mm -hmm. because it, it, it doesn't really feel like work. And when you want to do the when you, you you get to do the film, is uh you know I really 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 uh, enjoy so much that I, I I you know I probably shouldn't even say this because <laughs> they're gonna listen to me. But I don't care so much about about the the budget or the money. I just want to do the best thing I can I can do at the moment because you know I'm so excited about that. Uh, yeah. And, uh, so yeah, that, that I think that that's a kind of relation that you want to get. You know, and I have uh, some other or uh, directors that that also love to work, uh, uh, and it's kind of the same. Usually, that's what I enjoy most when when, when you get that uh, that extra uh, thing. You know, besides the the work, you know, you get that that, that personal thing where you you use you you know you you love the same things as far as uh, uh, you know art and music. And that, yeah, I mean, uh, that's very cool. Yeah, that's that's very very good. Uh, so, for both of you, uh, what is your next project going to be? Um, my next project is going to be. Honestly, I don't have anything lined up right now. However, you know, I'm there is always something. Okay, I mean, mm -hmm. we're actually, you know. Yeah, I mean that's probably the next project. We're actually in the middle of a, of a project. I'm not sure if we're able to mention for right now which oh, one okay. it is, but you know it's a collaboration. Um, uh, it's a, it's an order for documentaries. You oh, know, okay. They, you know, start to conquer the skies and Galapagos. Uh, so that will be the next, 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 next thing because we're, you know, today we're delivering a big chunk of music, by the way, and uh, that's happening right now. Uh, there is something, you know, there is always something, you know, around. I mean, I also, mm -hmm. besides uh, my career as a composer, I own a music licensing company. So, you know, I have a, a bunch of series running, TV series like that, that I either, you know, write or, you know, just uh, collaborate with uh, with a lot of uh, other composers. I mean, even Frey, you know, works or, you know, work with, with, with us over here as well. But uh, that's more, that's a different type of thing, you know, but there is always something going around. 
And uh, I mean, this new series is a uh, five episodes uh, documentary series, mm -hmm. and uh, we have to do a lot of music. I think it's around 140 minutes of music, and we're kind of finishing the, the episode one. Wow. Uh, I, not too sure if I can talk about it. That's why I'm not mentioning any names right now. So you know, oh, I see. Gonna, you know, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, that's for me at least. That's what's happening right now. Yeah, we have to we have to work on that for for a couple of months more so, uh, so, so we still <laughs> we still with our head on that project but as far as uh, the next thing i uh there's a i, I have a, a a few movies that uh that should happen soon but that's you know, i never know really like uh, ah. some, it, it might happen like you know in a couple of weeks I, I might get a call uh maybe next year i don't know but uh, <laughs> the the one thing i know is coming is one uh one uh, music documentary um, it's actually a, a series that we're trying to do about, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's about a different uh, band. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I can't say more, much more about it because it's, you know, it's still something that uh, is being created. But uh, oh. I think that's probably gonna be the the next uh, the next project. I'm gonna be working on. Yeah. Oh, you know, I thought you remember, I forgot, uh, Randy. Yes, I do have something coming up. I just forgot. Oh, yeah. I mean, right. there is a sequel to to. A movie, a Venezuelan movie, is called Papita Manito Stone, and uh, and the sequel is coming out pretty soon. So I think they're going to be working on that one as well. I mean, the director is Luis Carlos Hook, and the first um, the first movie, you know, was actually the the, the big office in the history of Venezuela. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> only third to Titanic, and uh, yeah, well, only third to Titanic and Maleficent. So you know, we're uh, I see what is that all about. But, uh, yeah, I have to mention this, otherwise Luis Carlos director said, listen, man, I mean, you're supposed to work on this. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that's coming soon, I guess. Well, that's really fantastic uh, yeah, for both yeah. of you. It's, it's good that you both have uh, projects that you are continuing to work on. And with the collaboration with the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dark Dimensions um, film that's uh, coming out, that it's just, you know, it's really impressive music. Um, the samples that were sent uh, were really good. Um, I really found the uh, Conquest of the Skies to be really impressive. Um, I, I, I haven't watched any of those documentaries like Galapagos or um, mm. the, uh, I think it's the the one about the plants. I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, so Kingdom of Plants. Yes, Kingdom King, of Plants. Kingdom of plants. Yes. Uh, I saw a youtube video on that one and the film the music that uh, you compose for it is just fantastic so yeah um, and, and just to mention like you know joel duke is uh is is also you know involved in all this i mean as a matter of fact you know all those uh documentaries comes mainly you know from joel's uh relationship with atlantic productions so kingdom of plants we, we were with joel duke before i you know i mean now that you mentioned that i have to to, to bring his name in and fantastic composer fantastic friend i mean he's uh, just you know an amazing guy and we met him you know working in in, in yugioh mm -hmm. and you know we met him actually in, in the yugioh premiere in 2004. since then you know we've been doing a lot of projects together and then lately, you know, this uh, David Attenborough documentary came along. So, you know, Kingdom of Plants was the first one that uh, we did together. We got actually a nomination for the Film Music Critic Awards. We won uh, Best Documentary Score in Cordoba and the Film Music Festival over there. So, you know, our first one for the documentary was pretty successful. And after that, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we do Galapagos, Micro Monsters, 
Conquest of the Skies, and this recent one that is coming up pretty soon that we're working in right now. So, yeah. That's really fantastic. Well, that's that's all the questions I have for you today. Um, yeah. I, I want to thank you both again for being on my show. Um, it's been an honor to have you on my show. And um, if you wouldn't mind, uh, I would like to play a few of the tracks that you sent me as or that Beth sent me for the uh, samples. Yeah. Uh, from the either from the Yu-Gi-Oh or even from the uh, um, Conquest of the Skies, if that's all right. Yeah, that's that's that's, yeah. that's with me. Yeah, absolutely, you know, we're clear. Yes, absolutely. All right. You know what I'm but Randy, hey, thank you so much. I mean, it's always uh, great to talk about film music. It's always great about this. I mean, uh, as you can see, Frey and I are both really passionate about what we do. Yeah. And so, so you know, if somebody asks questions about this, I mean, for me, it's very joyful. I mean, I really, really enjoy it. So I appreciate you, you know, being interested in what we do and, and, and for your time. So thank you so much for that, okay? Yeah, thank you. And Freddie, uh Again, both of you have just been fantastic to interview, and um, I hope that your future projects go just as fantastic for you. Oh, thanks so much, Randy. And again, it was a pleasure to get a chance to interview you both, and have a good afternoon. And to all my listeners, enjoy the interview, and happy listening. So as you've heard on the interview... These two are up and coming in their fields and are very talented when it comes to the music for Yu-Gi-Oh! There are many fans of Yu-Gi-Oh! And so many are filled with joy that such artists as these have taken part in the music. I have a special, enjoyable suite I've created for this occasion. It is music from Yu-Gi-Oh! The Dark Side of Dimensions, so I'd like you to enjoy this cue.
The last thing I would like to play is a fine influence into the work of mainly Alec Alvarez. He performed orchestra for these nature documentaries such as Kingdom of Plants and Galapagos. He is also working on Conquest of the Skies with Freddie Schoenfeld. So I put together another piece of music, and I hope you enjoyed this special episode of Soundtrack Alley. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter at Randall Andrews number one, and of course, iTunes and Podbean. Please take the time to take give a review on iTunes and enjoy this cue. Happy listening.
Even this is not the end of the story.
thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley, the podcast. I hope you take some time to review my podcast on iTunes and also listen to it on Podbean. And if you leave a review or rating on there, it'll help us get noticed on iTunes. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Also, if you want to leave a comment, question, or concern, please email me at soundtrackalley at gmail.com and enjoy looking at my blog at soundtrackalley.com.